It's time again for your Portland Morning Brew. Casual conversations with business, city, and community leaders and influencers. Get to know your neighbors. News, views, and events, all centered around our community. Now here's your host, Troy Holden. Welcome back to Portland's Morning Brew. This is our Chamber of Commerce podcast where we get to know people in the community, in the area, chamber members, and know more about them, their businesses, or sometimes even what's just going on in the city of Portland. Today, we welcome John Willen. John, I I told you I'd mess it up. John Willen, he is the Director of Marketing up at the Mint in Kentucky Downs. A lot of beautiful construction and things going on up there, and we're going to learn more about that and also learn more about John. John, welcome to the show. Well, good morning and hello, and how are you? I'm doing okay. I've had a summer sore throat, which is the worst thing to have during hot weather, but um, pretty much over it finally. But a couple weeks ago was really rough, like uh, getting up every morning and swallowing razor blades or something. It was rough. But other than that, great. Great. Yeah. Well, there you go then. Okay. So now we're uh, off and running and almost into the fall. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be here before we know it. I mean, this, this month is clicking away quickly and yeah, I think we're going to have a, a hot dry spell on into September and we'll see, see how it goes. I've seen some really long, hot Septembers here in Tennessee. So tell us uh, a little bit about your background first, as far as uh, how long you've been in the area and where you came in from. Correct. I'm I'm a visitor, definitely, for sure, in terms of uh, not a longtime person, but four years in the area related to the job at Kentucky Downs and the other name, the Mint Gaming Hall. And that that grew as uh, they found me. I found them and moved from Las Vegas. Uh, There's a certain amount of gaming casino background, if you will, necessary to operate these type of places. So there's a few of us in management that that moved. Um, I'm currently uh, a little bit of, of both working with the home office in, in Vegas and, and back and forth a lot more than I used to. Uh, but, but I was definitely solidly there for four years every single day. And it's been a it's been a great experience, uh, I'd say, except for the tornadoes. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, it's it is a little different, and I don't have a lot of experience out west either, as far as what it would be like to live out that way, and the differences uh, either. So, um, yeah, for both of us, I guess it's it's it would it would be a big change for me to go there. I'm sure. Um, so you've been doing this type of work for a long time. It sounds like. Correct. Uh, started in the gaming industry uh, out on the floor with the machines in Las Vegas uh, and have done audit and finance and all kinds of different things before settling into marketing. And by able by being able to kind of transfer those skills, um, you know, it definitely works from entity to entity or property to property mm-hmm. with some with some differences. Mm-hmm. So. When you work on the Las Vegas Strip, and I worked at the Mirage for a little while, most people are probably familiar with the name, uh, you're dealing with a lot of destination type people, people flying in to come see you, and they come a few times a year, perhaps, at the most, uh, as opposed to the local type of player, which I worked at those type of properties in Las Vegas and elsewhere also. Uh, that's a little more similar to what we're doing here at the Mint Gaming Hall. 
and people mm-hmm. just drive by, uh, come by, they, they live within an hour or so, and it's an easy day trip for them. Come spend an hour, a couple hours maybe, and have some fun. The other thing that we really concentrate on is food. Got to have mm-hmm. a good food product because people are looking sometimes just to get out to eat. It's really not about the gaming side uh, for some folks. So it's it's a mix of things. Uh, we've added a couple of things that'll change some of that. Number one is the Mint Event Center has had a few shows. Uh, it's a space designed for banquets, weddings, meetings, but we've turned it into a mini concert space and have had some ticketed shows. We had Mark Wills last weekend, and at the end of September, we have Lori Morgan. So we've we've concentrated on some country acts. Mm-hmm come in and, and, and break in the new event center. That's exciting. What complements an event center, of course, is a hotel. And so we are now proudly partnered with Spring Hill Suites, a Marriott company. And, uh, you know, if you're a Bonvoy member, uh, come on up and, and enjoy the benefits. Uh, to go back to that other point I was making about destination, regional and local, now some of those people might come from a little farther away. So if you're in Sumner County, if you're in Simpson County, Warren County would be another one. Um, you're going to benefit from some of this because people are coming in and, and eating at your restaurants, coming to a Corvette event, coming to Strawberry Festival. Maybe they're staying with us, but but those are people who are coming because they have uh, more room to stay. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Now, the event center, I've, I've been following that. What is the uh, typical seating capacity for something like uh, your Mark Wills and Lori Morgan event? When it's seats, just shares, if you will, mm-hmm. uh, then it's in it's uh, just a little north of 400. OK, and that's and that's us working with the fire marshal to create seating patterns that work for safety, but also that you can have a nice, intimate show. And, you know, you think about those big venues, you're a mile away from watching Taylor or Mick or whoever's on the stage, you know, uh, I think it's a great opportunity to see people up close. Acoustics are solid. Early returns are pretty good on these shows. Uh, And so that's that's one thing Uh, to answer. The second part of the question would be in the 200s for round tables. Uh, Mm -hmm. The wedding reception, the meeting with the speaker, but we're going to have tables in there to have people take notes and have a working lunch, uh, a little buffet table, a DJ area if it was a wedding, a gift table, a head table. When you can imagine that type of setup, then we're closer to 200. Mm -hmm. The other part is behind the hotel, Troy, we've got the thing called the Summerly Event Lawn. So it's an outdoor event space. Mm-hmm. Just, uh, you know, flat, uh, picturesque, but but a nice, clean, open space that butts up against the back of the hotel and the side of the event center. So they're mm-hmm. connected. Uh, some people will want indoor and outdoor activity. Some people will want the outdoor setup, but then want the indoor as a backup in case of weather. And mm-hmm. depending on capacity, we can we can accommodate that. It's close to the swimming pool and there's some fire pits out there for you know tied in with the hotel back of the hotel area so Mm -hmm. it's Mm -hmm. uh, it's a very nice like i said picturesque it overlooks the horse race track Mm -hmm. and is that still something that will continue the uh the live racing is that is that going to carry on 
Well, now you know why it's a good time for you and I to get together. (laughs) (laughs) Coincidence. Yeah, racing begins August 31st. And and if I may take a moment, um, what what a great community event. Uh, There's some of us in the industry from the gaming side that also have a little bit of that horse race background. I, I happen to be one and was associated for a little bit with Hollywood Park, uh, rest in peace, out in Los Angeles. But it was a major racetrack. Uh, Las Vegas, of course, is known for that simulcast wagering. You come in, you sit in a comfortable room, watch those races on TV, can bet on them, watch them, whatever, from all over the country. And we offer that at the at the Mint at Kentucky Downs and also up in Bowling Green at the at the newer location up in Bowling Green. Mm-hmm. But the live racing is the the kingpin, I guess, the thing that sets everything off to have all the gaming to expand like we did. You have to have the live racing license, whether it's thoroughbred or harness. So Kentucky Downs is a thoroughbred. It's a European style track, somewhat I guess you could say unique to America in that it has one right-hand turn instead of just a regular oval. It's a kidney bean shape, so not Mm -hmm. not a complete oval. And it has undulations, goes up and down and Mm -hmm. around. And, and, it, and it's all grass, so we don't have any dirt, which may explain why we don't get that many racing days, because you start ripping up that grass after a week or two, and you, know, you, you need to give it some, some rest. So we will race from Thursday, August 31st, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, the next week, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, and closing day, Wednesday, September 13th. I would encourage the locals to look at uh, you know, definitely the weekdays, if you can make it, it's a little less crowded out there. Uh, but the weekends are are fun and we're, we're chock full of million dollar races. We've got some regular races, but that money that we make on the, the gaming and the machines is pumped back into the horse race economy, which uh, while we're in Tennessee uh, with this conversation, uh, you understand that that anything that's good for Kentucky is good for Tennessee and vice versa as far as that horse racing people have an interest. And you have a lot of Tennesseans who are involved in thoroughbred racing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Well, that's great. I, I had to, I was ninety nine percent sure that that was continuing, and and I knew it was this time of year. So good timing on that. Let's let's kind of flip back around. You had talked about the the restaurant side. Um, I know there have been some changes over the last uh, year or so. Um, so uh, bring us up to date on some of the offerings for people that just want to come by during the week and either you know whether it's breakfast, lunch, dinner, or however that works. Uh, give us some background on that. And, and what they can look forward to. Yeah, absolutely. My pleasure. Corner Cafe is a little entity that we've built up. Uh, it replaced a diner at Kentucky Downs that used to be in there. And you are correct. Over the years, we worked with a uh, local restaurateur in, in Franklin, and that gentleman ran the restaurant. So this is before my time. But coming to the modern day now, we've been open a couple of years with the thing called Corner Cafe. And then we've been open with that for a year or so in Bowling Green as well. So mm-hmm. it's starting to get some some legs. And that is what I say when I talk to people is it's your breakfast, lunch, and dinner favorites. So do you want to go down the list, right? You can get eggs, you can get steak and eggs, bacon and eggs, the pancakes, this, that, the other. Uh, For lunch, 
the the curveball in there that's really good besides your burgers, which are delicious, by the way. But you can get a good solid fish and chip in there. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Not not everybody offers that. Uh, sandwiches are are definitely well portioned. Uh, then there's a little bit of pasta. I mean, there's a mix, and then it carries on into the dinner hour. A lot of those lunch and dinner favorites are available from from late morning all the way through uh, the evening. And the the mintgaming.com is the website. So any of the stuff we're talking about today, promotions or, or the restaurants, ha- has a lot of good information, and can you can dig into menus and actually look it up. So oh, okay. I, I tell people, hey, that's that's a great spot uh, at either location up in Bowling Green, too. And and that's one where you can you can come in at the Kentucky Downs location. You can bring in the kids. They uh, walk you right into the restaurant, which is near the north entrance and and uh, get you in there and, and you order away and, and do your thing. It's it's a good restaurant uh, as a staff member there. Of course, I have lunch quite frequently, so. You know, if I didn't like it, I wouldn't be eating in there. So that's right. There's that. Yeah. Um, part two, I would say, is the Irons Steakhouse. Now we took it up a level. Now we're into a dinner hour only uh, restaurant. Um, nice, but not too fancy. Quality, but not too bad on the price. So it's a, a wood look in an homage to bourbon barrels. Mm-hmm. Uh, you walk in and and really treat yourself to this and walk through the entryway. It's like you're walking through an oversized bourbon barrel. Oh, it's really okay. it's really cool. Yeah. And and I would say uh you know great for an occasion. You know, this is a steakhouse. So seafood, steak, the, those type of things, uh, mm-hmm. salads, toppings, desserts appetizers, everything. Um, For those who like a little uh, something stronger to drink, great selection of of bourbon. And we know the the local folks, that's that's very near and dear to them. And the other homage is horse racing with that Kentucky background. So some of the decor is horse racing and some of the ownership of Kentucky Downs is literally involved in horse racing and Mm. been involved in the Kentucky community for a long time, mostly more up toward Lexington where some of that breeding takes place and farms and those type of things. But, but we have folks that are, that are actively involved in that. And so we're not just a Johnny come lately in, into the community. But those two restaurants uh, give you something. I'll, I'll, I'll go back, Troy, if I can, just for a quick story pre-COVID. Sure. So I am somewhat uh, um, sought after, a kind of an interesting storyteller when it comes to some of this stuff. And it's an industry that folks in Tennessee and Kentucky aren't so used to. This, this gaming stuff is kind of new, if you will. Mm-hmm. And uh, done some speeches at the, the lunchtime rotary meetings, those type of things. And I was at one in Portland, actually. And at the end, somebody raised their hand pre-COVID. And I'm, you know, a few years younger, as we all were, <laughs> a guy standing there with a few easels and renderings. And we're all trying to imagine what Kentucky Downs was going to be transformed into this thing called the Mint Gaming Hall. Mm-hmm. So, we're, you know, we're all trying to believe it, myself included. Right. It's just hard to imagine. But there it was uh, in the renderings and a couple of renderings. So well, one of the renderings showed the potential restaurant outlets. And that was the thing that I was questioned about. They go, do you know how many restaurants there are in Portland? 
and 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 not talking about the 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 uh, quick service uh, foods, and and you know they narrowed it down to maybe half dozen or not even, mm-hmm. and and you know this is a responsibility you have. And I looked at the gentleman. I said, "Wow, okay. Well, let me tell you what we're going to do." And I said, "It starts with breakfast, lunch, and dinner. You've got to have a coffee shop. You've got to have some kind of a cafe, and and then we'll take it up with the steakhouse." And it took some time after we opened. To, to get that open based on staffing and, and just kind of COVID and uh, right. people still, you know, a little skittish about eating uh, and, and being around other people, and those type of things. So it took time, but we got, we got to go. And, and I think from the sister cities, as I call them, um, this gives the Portlanders, uh, you know, a couple of options of, of where to eat. And trust me, it goes the other way too. Uh, we had our office, we were down there getting barbecue from, from uh, the, the pit there the other uh, week before last. So, I mean, it's just nice having stuff that's close by and you need a little variety in your life. Right, right. Well, what a wonderful facility it has grown into. Uh, horse racing is still there for those that were wondering. Um, now with the addition uh, and the partnership with the hotel, we've got these wonderful restaurants. You've got all the gaming and things going on. The event center, just wonderful to have watched it uh, grow over the past few years. And we really appreciate the fact that you're here and taking care of this and overseeing as the as the director of marketing. And uh, John, it's great to have you. It, it, tell us again about the website where people can go and look at all of this. And I definitely want to encourage folks to keep in mind, even if the gaming stuff is not your thing, these are two wonderful restaurants that you can go and support. It's only, you know, five minutes away if you're in Portland. Run right on up there and try these out. Uh, I'm, it sounds like to me that I'm behind the times, and I also need to get up there and try try these out as well. And uh, so give us that website again so people can find you and look things up. Sure. TheMintGaming.com. And there's a, an area right there for the Kentucky Downs property, the Bowling Green property, a little separate area for horse racing. And we've got, we've got a lot of fun things coming up in September with the racing. And it's the Mint, the Mint's third birthday. We actually got that open in, in, um, with the new name in September of 2020. So we're going to have some car giveaways, all kinds of fun stuff in September just because it's anniversary. So, yeah, appreciate being your guest today and, and talking about the horse racing and what it does for the community. And, you know, we, um, we keep in mind that we have a responsibility. We're, we're involved in a lot of things, especially over in Portland. And if it's not just our, our uh, part of our customer base, it's part of our team member base lives mm-hmm. over in Portland, and it's an important thing to us. So we keep our eyes and ears uh, open on what's going on in the community. So thank you. Great, great. We appreciate having you and being a part of the community. Uh, so uh, folks, visit that uh, visit that website, go up and visit the restaurants, and look forward to the horse racing coming up if you're into that. I've got a, a retired thoroughbred on my farm, but uh, we, we – uh, Never raced her. She did race as a uh, two and three year old, but it was one of those that we got thinking would become a jumping horse. And she actually became a bucking horse and broke my wife's hip. So we (laughs) haven't ridden her much since. Anyway, John, again, thanks for joining us, inviting everyone to go up to the Mint Gaming Hall, Kentucky Downs, visit uh, the Corner Cafe and the Iron Steakhouse. Be sure and do that soon. Thanks for joining us again, John. Take care. Thank you. This was the Portland Morning Brew with Troy Holden. If you'd like to be a guest, reach out to the Portland Chamber of Commerce 
we'd love to have you on the podcast. Be sure and visit the Chamber's Facebook page for more information. Thanks for listening, and join us again soon.